2: I asked this question.
1: This is the Rich Eisen show. show.
2: And this question was asked of Ron Rivera yesterday, saying, "Hey, uh, why why are you the only one <laughs> lagging behind the division, quarterback?"
0: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
2: How about that? It took five weeks to get that soundbite,
0: huh? The Rich Eisen show. Earlier on the show, CBS Sports broadcaster Ian Eagle, actor Nick Turturro. Fox Sports rules analyst Mike Pereira. Still to come. Lakers owner Jeannie Bus. And now it's Rich
2: Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're live on the Roku Channel, Channel 210. Uh, For those uh, who are watching us, we appreciate that. If you missed anything over the first two hours of this program, stay right where you are as soon as this third hour is done. We re-air and we keep wheeling over and over and over again. We appreciate your viewership and, of course, your listenership. If you're listening coast-to-coast on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network or on uh, Sirius XM, Sirius Channel 218, XM 202, the app 9 92 if you're listening digitally. Also, there's the Odyssey stream. We appreciate anybody who gets our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network. YouTube.com slash Show is another nice backstop. We appreciate a follow and a subscribe wherever you might be able to find that mouse and click on it. We greatly appreciate it and also greatly appreciate a return guest, certainly when it's so close together. Last Friday we spoke about, wow, women of wrestling. Um, uh, that was the subject matter, but now I guess we're, we're more close to the... Uh, the hub of the business for the controlling owner and president of the Los Angeles Lakers. Great to see you back here, Jeannie Boss. How are you?
0: Thank you for having me back.
2: Let's talk about what you're wearing first. You got um, you got your jersey on? What do you got? What do you tonight, got?
0: I usually don't make a habit of wearing Laker jerseys, yes. but tonight happens to be Lakers Pride event mm-hmm. um, for our game against the the Timberwolves. And so we designed a special uniform. My nephew actually designed this. That's great. And uh, I thought it was really pretty and it would be great to wear on your show.
2: Appreciate that. And I'm, I'm sure well, people, uh, people can go to lakers.com, nba.com to yes. get some more. Yes. Okay. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to move <laughs> Thank product. You. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do that. What goes through your mind at the outset of a new playing season?
0: You know, this time of year, everybody is optimistic because mm-hmm. no one's lost a game yet. Right. And um, certainly, for me really looking at um you know wanting to see the the you know team that we had put together last year with Anthony Davis and LeBron and Russell Westbrook have an opportunity to actually play together and also Kendrick Nunn who was out the whole year last year so um allowing um you know them to have an opportunity to really see what it looks like. I think they only played 11 games where they were all healthy. Um, you know, but the the big change this year is we have a new coach, right. Darvin Ham, who um I think really brings a lot of authority, a lot of um Experience because he was a player in the NBA. He won a championship with the Detroit Pistons. He's been an assistant coach with the Milwaukee Bucks when they won their championship, and he's ready to be a head coach. and And he's he he has that uh, presence that we we really need.
2: And I'm sure he's the first coach you've hired that has a, a Sports Illustrated cover of a broken backboard that he broke <laughs> from the, in in college on his wall. I mean, he does come with. Quite a uh, history in the game, collegiately and professionally. What what sold you on him, though? When you know, you, he when didn't still-
0: have that in his resume about the. Uh, the he didn't the, mention the, that he, huh? he did not. So <laughs> that's you know he he just he really there was something about um, him. You know, um, our basketball front office really did a deep dive and really looked through a lot of candidates. And and he just brought – he checked every box. And You know, that's such a cliche. But he really has, um, you know, the experience as a former player and as an assistant. And he was also an assistant under Mike D'Antoni for the Lakers. So when he walked in my office, he he said, you know, I feel like I'm home. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, what I I liked was – finding out that his mother was the first mayor of Saginaw, Michigan, female mayor yes. of Saginaw, Michigan. And so I just, I feel like he, he respects a woman in authority.
2: Interesting. And that's an important, clearly an important uh, box, if you will, to check right. when, you, when you are hiring a coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and, and clearly, you know more than most in this business about the importance of star quality in this mm-hmm. town as well. And LeBron, was he involved at all in choosing Darvin Ham or did you check with him? If you know, he's cool with it or anything like that?
0: No, I mean, you know, he's he's also a, he's a very important voice in our organization, but he wasn't part of the committee that mm-hmm. that did the, you know, the vetting of of the candidates and, and ultimately choosing.
2: OK, but did he, clearly he's got to be.
0: We went. Kept happy, I've, right? I, I always say to LeBron, I want to make sure you're happy. I want you to be happy because when you play happy, that makes me happy. Right. So How I, does he I, respond to that? He gets a big smile on his face. Okay. <laughs> so That's a way to
2: confirm that he is indeed, in fact, happy.
0: I. You know, he's he's. Uh, You know, we'll see how things go this year and then we'll see the smile on his face. So he 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 does talk about being happy here with the Lakers. He signed an extension. Yes, he did. So I, I, I feel like he believes in the organization. He loves the the fan base. Um, and he loves the fact that he won a championship here. And, and you know, let's do it again.
2: Jeannie Bus here on the Rich Eisen Show talking about the Lakers on the uh, on the cusp of a, of a new playing season. And it is obviously very crucial with Russell Westbrook still here. Um, what, what How do you envision his role with this team? That's so much discussed about whether he fit last year and the coach and the might not have fit and what Darvin Ham is going to plan for him and whether he's buying what the new coach is selling. What's your perspective on that?
0: Um, you know, I, I have faith and confidence in Darvin Ham. Um, you know, it's really up to the coach to figure out how to, to you know, uh, put the best lineup out there that gives us the best opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Darvin will do that.
2: And and Russ is another ha-
0: Russ has been – he. Russ is, um, you know – Extremely um, hardworking, shows up in shape, um, you know, is, I mean, he's been great to work with from my point of view. Mm -hmm. So um, I, you know, I, I would like to see him be put in a position for him to be successful and the entire team to be successful.
2: Well, I mean, I saw the video of him the day that uh, he got his money, right? That it was, he was, I think, in the front seat of his car. He was big smile on his face. (laughs) And then just the question is, does he, if he he plays a complimentary role, is he going to work here in Los Angeles?
0: I believe that Russ wants to win and whatever it takes for him to win, he will do.
2: And then uh, Anthony Davis, and um, the, the idea is that he's going to be the guy here in Los Angeles for a very long time to uh, take it to another era once LeBron does, in fact, age out, for the lack of a better phrase, and who knows when that might actually be viable, but do you view it that way um, well?
0: You know, Anthony has, you know, he led us to a championship. He's, he's amazingly talented. Um, we just need to make sure that he stays healthy.
2: And how does one do that?
0: Just make sure that he stays healthy and listens to, um, you know, his his workout coach, his doctors, mm-hmm. everything. So to make sure that he's in tip top shape.
2: And how, how do you delegate? Because, I mean, I, I can only imagine you must be a control freak. You know, like, <laughs> you know I, I, I just know. But all, m- most incredibly successful people I've met are just, you know, understand the importance of delegating. But also want to make sure that everything is buttoned up to your satisfaction. Yeah, so. I,
0: I think that comes with communication with your staff right. and, and understanding what expectations are and making sure that you provide the resources that people need in order to be successful. And you know, staying on the same page, constant communication. And um, you know I have you know a, a vision of what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to make sure that everyone's on the same page, because if you have people that are not working towards that same vision, you'll never be successful.
2: Jeannie Buss here on The Rich Eisen Show. Who are your, your who is in your inner circle? There's so much conversation this yeah, time about I, I, who is you, in your inner circle. Yeah, people bus.
0: are like fascinated with with uh, that for some reason. And, you know, I could ask you, do you ever ask Mark Cuban who his inner circle is or Joe Lacob, who his inner circle is. It's just, I, it, There's just something about being a woman, I think, that people feel like, oh, you know, what crutches does she need or what does she lean on because she's not capable of doing it herself. So, um, you know, I have um, great people that work with I, that I work with mm-hmm. um, you know uh, people seem most interested in Linda Rambis who I've been working with for you know over 30 years mm-hmm. um, you know I've operated in the same style since I started working you know with the organization and even before that with the Great Western Forum putting on events and um, you know I build. I, I'm a leader I'm not a dictator I like to build consensus I like to hear from you know everybody at the table, and uh, then ultimately, it's you know people need to understand I'm the governor of the team and I'm held accountable for every decision that's made, both business and basketball. So if anything goes wrong, it's on my watch, and I'm held accountable for it.
2: Well, I mean, I I do feel compelled to say that you know I have immense respect for you, right? I mean, like I I and I and and in the.
0: But, and I mean, the let same, me ask you, like, do you, have you ever asked any man that well, question?
2: Well, honestly, uh, it, Jerry Jones, who is an owner of another jewel of mm-hmm. a sport, um, has a lot of questions posed of him as to who his inner circle is and whether they're qualified in order to do it because okay. it's his family. You know what I mean? Like, right, the, the, right. like, hey, you know, like, shouldn't you have a regular general manager <laughs> is always posed of, of Jerry Jones. And if I had... Hal Steinbrenner if he was kind enough to do what you're doing which is appear on this program mm-hmm. uh, I would say to him who are you talking to to make sure Aaron Judge gets signed but that might just be me as a Yankee <laughs> fan okay. and I think that 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 is part of the questions uh, certainly with Rob Palenka signed from 25 through 26 there yes. are some fans wondering why you did that and who's helping, you know, guide your process if you need that? I mean, Kobe was also a guy that you leaned on quite a yes. bit as well when he was alive. Yeah, so. and,
0: and Magic Johnson and Phil Jackson. Right. You know, but there's it seems to make people crazy when I answer those questions. So, um, you know, I, again, it's like, I don't know why I have to explain that. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> excuse me, Um. um I guess I was going to make a point about, um, you know,
2: about, just. about who is who, you know, again, I, I was just saying that for, for, for folks in this town, that's perhaps my, or maybe they do view you as a woman and you need to answer that. I, 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 I that's not why I'm asking. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm basically I, I know saying. what I
0: was going to explain. I'm glad sure. you brought up Rob, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought up Rob Palenka because, um, he signed an extension, um, at the end of last season yes. because I wanted to make sure that um, he and the coach were on the same page. Mm-hmm. So before going on this search for a new coach that, um, you know, that they would, it wouldn't be the general, that the coach wondering if the general manager was all in because yes. his deal would be coming up and, you know, just, to, to really create a collaboration between front office and coach, which is what I you know advocate for because of my relationship with Phil Jackson. I know what an NBA coach goes through and how it feels like you're put on the plank mm-hmm. to stand out there alone. And I wanted to make sure that the, the new coach that we hired knew that there would be this support, that there would be this long-term opportunity opportunity to, you know, build success and that it wouldn't be about, you know, who's on the hot seat next.
2: So this was done and it just happened to come out right now?
0: I don't know why it (laughs) happened to come out. I I do believe that we might have an internal leak, but Mm. um, it just the timing was strange to me. Um, and you know, so thank you for letting me uh, of course. clarify
2: that. Absolutely. Genie Bus here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. And again, I, 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 I know I'm going further down the road and you got a playing season right now, but I, this fascinates me do, and you, you could answer it how you wish. Obviously <laughs> it's your, it's your world where we're, 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 rent paying in it, genie Bus. but do you envision LeBron and his son playing together in a Laker uniform one day? Well, do you, you know, I, that?
0: I could get in trouble about talking about it under player that hasn't been drafted but I will tell you a story that one of the most enjoyable events I ever got to go to was way back in the day when the Hartford Whalers had Gordie Howe and Mark Howe play on the you know play together father and son and you know they played against the LA Kings I was there it was it was just one of those kind of great moments and a great thing to watch so I'm I'm a fan of a father and son playing together so that's all I can say
2: certainly if they're as great into their 50s as Gordy Howe was
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw him check know? a guy clear yeah. over the boards in that game he was unbelievable
2: you know what I mean so I, and I feel stupid even saying the word aged out when it comes to LeBron because <laughs> uh as I did earlier in the de- uh, of our conversation because he is just Truly unbelievable. And to have that star power, star quality in Los Angeles, that's the difference maker. That's the formula that clearly your family has been following forever and a day. So, what, what's your first memory of an opening night? Do you oh, got one for you me? you know,
0: I mean, certainly in our opening night, or actually our first game is on the road against Golden State the night they get their rings. So for any organization that wins a championship, your opening night is the ring ceremony. And those are the most memorable, of course. And, uh, you know, oftentimes you don't actually end up winning that game because there's such a a hype to it. and, And, you know, the players getting excited to see their rings for the first time. I thought it was interesting. I just read that the Colorado Avalanche gave their rings to the players in a private ceremony as opposed to on the ice, and that's probably so they wouldn't get distracted looking at their new rings and and focus yeah, on yeah the, the game. ice was in
2: the, was on their hands. <laughs> right. I saw I saw what those looked like, and beautiful. also I mean you you know all about presentations. You see the presentation where they open the boxes, and and there was a video of the moment.
0: Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. Like there was a
2: that's screen great. on the top of the box. A nice everybody set setting a
0: it's new unbelie- bar. It's, it's
2: unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it was
0: it
1: Very
2: was wild. a it was a heck of a, uh, of a of a ring, but so I guess your memories of of an opening night where you get your rings that's yeah pretty much yeah it. and
0: i mean the commissioner comes to town so um you know i i think probably the the most special ones were when chick hearn was still with us and he would he would be on the court as the master of ceremonies mm-hmm you know, announcing everybody, that was really special.
2: Jeannie Buss, a few more minutes left with the controlling owner and president of the Los Angeles Lakers. Do you have any opinion on the, I guess, mid-season tournament? Do you have anything on, what What are your two cents on that subject matter? You know,
0: I what I appreciate about our commissioner is, like, everything's on the table. Mm-hmm. He He's not going to be like, well, we're doing it this way because we've always done it this way. He looks at everything and, and really has the fan in mind about what, will be exciting for them uh-huh. and you know um and also the players he's been he's been uh, really great you know making sure that uh we eliminate as many back-to-backs as possible uh-huh. so you know to save the wear and tear on the players um you know so i'm 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 all for looking at what a tournament can be i i to be honest with you i really wasn't a, a fan of the play in tournament but now I really get why it's important, and uh, I think it's added a, a element of of uh, fun at the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I know. My my only issue with the play-in tournament um, is that it doesn't go in a record book anywhere, right? It's not technically a regular season game, and it's not technically a
1: playoff, play, a playoff game. game. Right. It's just
2: sort of like the the records get <laughs> get caught in some nether world, like it. I mean, obviously, if that's a problem, it can be dealt with. But I, I, I had
0: never thought about that. So I guess a good they're question. now it's
2: in its own record book. I guess is a play-in tournament record or something along those lines. But I, I don't, I don't mind it. I, I kind of like that you got to play in and make sure that teams that might be out of it normally are still in it. Right? I mean, like that's, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, everyone's anticipating that uh, we have a big draft coming up, <laughs> and that everybody's going to be like kind of you know, interested in being in the lottery. So, um, you know, we'll see what the effect that has on the, the season. And, and you know, instead of it being like, oh, well, let's hurry up and get to the playoffs, it, it you know, the playoffs really start at the end of the regular season because yes. people can, you know, move up. And, and depending, um, you know, if you have a, an injury early on, you may be in the hole and you're a better team than what your record says, and now you get your player back and you get that momentum. You know, you, you can you can still make the playoffs.
2: How do you, as an owner of a team that is all about hanging banners and spending money to hang banners and making sure that fannies are in the seats to hang banners, uh, your thoughts on teams that might be tanking? What do you think about that? Um, what you are know, your two cents on that. That
0: was never anything that that that's not Laker basketball to tank. My dad never did that. Um, you know, it's it's. I learned from Phil Jackson that. Every season when you start, there's a journey that you can, you know, you can plot out a path to a championship. Some years it may be straightforward. Some years it may be like climbing Mount Everest, mm-hmm. but there's always a path to winning. And so you you just have to figure out how you're going to do it and get the team to commit to the same journey. No,
2: But when you're in a meeting, a board of governors meeting, we're just with the governors, at, do you... Or do you take a hard line on this subject I, I matter? do
0: because, I, you know, having been with Phil for, you know, almost 20 years, um, it, losing takes a toll. And when somebody loses on purpose, and, and you, when you're a coach of a team and mm-hmm. you don't have a choice in the matter, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to wear that losing for the rest of your life. That becomes part of your permanent record. Same for a, a player that may get drafted to a team. And I don't think that's fair for, uh, you know, somebody, it's beyond their control if a team is purposely trying to lose. And, you know, it's something that they're going to have to carry around on their resume the rest of their lives.
2: So before I let you go, uh, again, you've got a preseason game tonight against the Timberwolves and it's a pride night and you're wearing the the new Lakers pride jersey. Um, So, uh, your, your, your thoughts on a rule change that if you could wave a wand, you're now in charge (laughs) in the NBA. Do you have a pet peeve that you'd want instituted? The rest of your colleagues would pass.
0: Oh, wow. You
2: got one of those? Um,
0: Do you know, that's a really good question. I, um, I, you know, I'm really satisfied with the league and, and, you know, um, and like I said, I feel like any time you know that we're a league that continues to evolve, right? And that we're not stuck in, um, you know, just doing <clears throat> whatever we're doing just because we all have always done it. So um, I don't really have anything, okay. but I'll think Sorry. about it. No, it's
2: all right. I'll I mean, I, I, I just have a, you know a couple of things that are about penalties and fouls in the NFL, and obviously, I don't know if there's anything like that in basketball or. Um, if, if you got a pet peeve, analytics, anything like that sort of thing. You need anything to have
0: like- Phil on your show because Phil would have a few things he would okay. say. <laughs> well, sold.
2: sold on that. Absolutely sold on that. I've had a lot of questions about, obviously, his back in the day and things of that nature. Jeannie Buss, I really appreciate you uh, always coming here and giving the time. And, you know, just for everyone to know, you never ask, like, what are you going to ask? What can, you know... I- you're always ready to, to have stuff bounced off you and, and not many not a lot of people do that. So I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I have to be prepared to answer every question. And like I said, I'm the governor of the team and I'm held accountable for all the things that go wrong mm-hmm. but also the things that go right. Okay. So um, you know, I have to be prepared to answer for that.
2: Were you surprised at the backlash of the loss of Staples from your building <laughs> name? Was that was that something? I was, that,
0: I was very shocked. I mean, people. It's, it's people still the same. It's still the same building, no, right? Because I mean, you don't understand that when they announced like, the name, it was going to be named Staples Center. Yeah, people were aghast out. at that like and now all of a sudden it's like it's Staple center and i'm like wait when did I mean, you get it so it felt attached? like bill plaschke like
4: a member of his family died i was like bill take it easy <laughs> <You> know,
2: <laughs> it i, I mean it, it was crazy. amazing how people took that so like you didn't take their memories yeah. from them right i mean exactly. the memories are there it's still the same building the banners are still in the oh, same the championship state exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly
2: you know But it's just okay. I mean, I I was kind of shocked by it. But you're seeing that too in Pittsburgh right now with the Steelers. They changed the team, the stadium name, and people are freaking out (laughs) over that sort of thing. Uh, At any rate, um, again, uh, Wow Women of Wrestling, you were on last week to talk about that. Uh, Mm. Everyone should go check that out um, online as well as on social media. And um, look forward to the Lakers season. Thank you. Thanks. That's Jeannie Bus right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We are back. Bill Belichick has spoken today. So much going on in the world of the NFL. We will catch you up on all that when we come back. Looking to buy a new home? Navy Federal Credit Union has loan options and resources help their members save and make sure they get the best deal. Right now, Navy Federal will contribute up to $1,000 as a lender credit towards closing costs on your new home. Plus, members save on their monthly payments since there's no requirement for private mortgage insurance, and that is not all. Navy Federal offers low rates and fees, too, so you could save even more. And Navy Federal's experts can help you choose the best option for you, so the home loan process is as smooth as as an experience as possible. Navy Federal Credit Union is insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Qualifying members with purchase mortgage applications after the 16th of September of this year can receive up to $1,000 towards actual closing. Costs applied to closing with no cash back. And subject to loan program maximum contribution limits. Terms subject to change. Ask your loan officer for details. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members... Are the mission, great chat with Jeannie Bus. I'm serious. We, if she doesn't ask at all, like what are you going to ask, Commissioner of the NFL is just like that too. Mm. So is Adam Silver when he's been on this program. Not like you know. So what are the ideas of what you're going to ask and whatever? Not at all. She had no idea what was coming her way. And yeah. um, hey, how's it going? Away we go. I, I can't <laughs> talk about Bronny, but I do remember when Gordy and Mark Howe played each other in Great Western <laughs> Forum when he was with the Hartford Whalers. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Anthony Davis has got to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, Russ has got to, I, I mean, whatever Darvin Ham is selling, he needs to buy. He needs to buy. Yeah. And I can only hope for her sake and for the Lakers' sake and everyone else's sake that the the whole concept, because this is what LeBron said right off the bat at the end of the season last year, hey, me, Russ, Anthony Davis, we only played 11 games together. That's it. So watch us under 50 games, 60 games with the right coach. Okay, we shall. And it starts Tuesday night. In Golden State, the Lakers there for a ring ceremony that's not their own. Mm. Jeannie Buss just said, you know, her favorite opening nights were the ones where they got the rings. The commissioner's there and it feels great. And they're the visitors looking at this whole thing. And the ring ceremony is going down. And who's going to be there to collect his ring but a new, newly reinstalled member of the team, Draymond Green. He's going to practice with the team Thursday, expected to be in the preseason finale Friday, and then there with the team Tuesday. Do not pay attention any longer to the fact that he nearly rearranged Jordan Poole's face in a video that got out. The mole hunt is on. Who got that video out? That is a mole hunt going down in San Francisco. That is for damn sure. But like I told you, they have the right guy at the helm. Future Hall of Fame head coach who was the punchy in practice once. The most famous right hand maybe ever in the history of practice punches being thrown from Michael Jordan. So if there's anybody who needs to who could look at Jordan Poole and say, hey, Jordan, X, Y, and Z. A, B, C, let's talk to Draymond. It's Steve Kerr. It's Steve Kerr. How many coaches can look at Jordan and say, I know how you feel, Jordan, <laughs> because there's a guy named Jordan who once did it to me in practice.
4: Yes, but all due I'm respect, saying, <laughs> all <man>. due respect
3: <laughs> to Steve's playing
4: career, he's not even a tenth as good as Jordan Poole is. No, I am,
3: I'm, and same I, for the guy who punched him. That's 10th of as good as I 20th it. as a good as I get the guy who.
2: I get it, but he's still thing. a still valued member of a championship team, and you need to get this all put, put aside, don't you think? But yet, the optics of this whole thing is that they're more upset about
4: the video getting out than an nah. assault that took place between a I I, player day. and another but really good player. I like,
2: told you. You had a good guy. Yeah, you did. You did. It's for a for sure. problem that the video got out. It's a problem. It's their house has been basically broken into by somebody. And is it a member of their staff that is trying Now, Draymond Green already burned the house down from inside by doing this in the first place. But everyone now saw how bad it was, and it's video of practice. I mean, video of practice. What are we talking about? We're talking about a very important part of becoming a championship team where you're working on stuff and things happen in practice and it should never get out, ever. And the question is, why did it get out? Does somebody want to clown Jordan Poole? Or does somebody want to make sure Draymond Green is held more accountable than he might not have been? Right? And you're sitting there wondering, absolutely, it's an important part of this equation. Certainly, if you can put the other matter to bed. Steve Kerr spoke about that on Tuesday.
1: We feel like we have a great feel for our team. You know, we've got a lot of continuity on this team, so Bob and I know our players extremely well. And we feel like this is the best way, after assessing everything, for us to move forward. Uh, This is the biggest crisis that we've ever had um, since I've been coach here. It's really serious stuff. We're not perfect. You know, Our team isn't perfect. Bob and I have definitely made our share of mistakes over the years, um, but we're going to lean on the experience that we have together over the last nine years um, and trust that this is the best decision for our team.
2: Bob being the general manager, who also said that Draymond crosses the line quite a bit, but he always comes back. So he has now crossed the line in clearly the most significant way he's ever crossed the line internally, and he's been fined for it, not suspended. And he's done it before. They've even played a single regular season game before they even got their rings, which means, you know, how much tolerance is there going to be for any 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 broach of the line from here on out? And that's going to be the razor's edge for this championship. title defense.
4: I mean, I don't know how Jordan Poole right stays on this team. If I was him, why would he want to stay on this team? Why would he want to be anywhere near Draymond Green ever? Well, what's he going to do? Just this? quit?
2: Or demand what Draymond gets fired? I'm
4: out. I'm, I'm, him or me. I'm, I'm not
3: going well, to I mean leave that, a championship squad to get traded to the Utah Jazz. I'm just, that's the other. That's, Look, if one of you, <laughs> if, if one of you guys Daniel,
4: punched me man. in the face, guess what? I'm never working here again. And that's the
2: end of story. The answer is what? We can trade, we can trade <laughs> like, you to the spot that's willing to take anybody on. Although Jordan Poole may be too talented for the Jazz. To take on this yeah, year, yeah, they're
3: trying. They want Vic. They want Crown Vic. They want so Crown they,
2: Vic. They they want the the uh, what do we we the the French, the Frenchman of all Frenchmen, right? The France.
3: Here's the deal, right. though, Chris. One of us is probably never going Big to Vic. punch the other one in the face, so we don't ever have to probably, worry. Probably, but I'm that. just
4: saying, if that scenario comes up, like, what if Mike punches Adam in the back? Guess what? Adam's never working here again.
3: Yeah, but you know.
2: Uh, honestly, we're a different operation than the Golden State Warriors. Please. Like, I've wanted to sock a but couple all, of you it's guys all the same. It's all
4: It's workplace.
2: I hear you. I get it. I get it. Nobody's going to really hit each other around here, are they? I've
3: thought about it, I'll to be, be honest honest Let's not do that. I'm not going to do,
2: I, do <laughs> it. i <But> thought <laughs> about, about, about it, yes. Uh, way, how yeah, about, how about uh, <laughs> Jeannie Busk, you know, saying, I mean, she knows what the room is. Yeah, I mean, A lot of people talk about next year's draft already and how people are... Yeah. Trying not to win some games. like, like I mean, said, Victor Wembayana is just Dude. flat out hanging all over the season. Oh my has pissed. an 18-year-old's oh, abilities, hung over a, a league. When was the last time that happened? Did, did you hear what Woj what said? What?
4: Woj said he's the greatest prospect ever. Better than LeBron. I mean,
2: that is saying a lot. I sat on Sports Center and, and did highlights of high school basketball for only one guy.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True facts. True facts. I I sat on the Sports Center set waiting to go on the air after a live high school basketball game starring only yeah. one guy.
3: Well okay. I, Chris, I think the problem is he wasn't it,
4: seven foot it, four and could if, shoot threes.
3: If Vic was American, then yeah, but because he's over in France, maybe that... That would change that narrative a bit, like or or he's just uh, not going to hang over. Like
2: I, 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 I don't know. Imagine I, if people from New York. the internet, you'd be able to. You'd be able to. I, I, everyone going to be tuning into Metropolitan ninety two games this year? There are some people will, but the I mean, majority if you're of us a hoop aren't. bad
4: you are. And by the way, and his clips will go viral on Twitter and Instagram and yeah. TikTok. Like, they'll be everywhere.
3: I would say you'd have to put Zion in there now that I think about it. Because Zion was that first athlete that really blew <laughs> Not up. Not like this. Not, nah, Rich. He well, blew now, up Zion's during...
4: YouTube clips were the Yeah, the greatest. Oh, I know that. Zion, he
3: was the first kid who, like- Like, people... everyone's definitely tanking for him? Tanking for Zion? Well, no, Zion he, went to college. He went to college. I know, but he was the first kid who like blew up based I mean, on the social Knicks media. Tried to tank for Zion, um, and then blew out of his shoe. It didn't work. Out shoe. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he looks
2: good. He I does. can't wait. I know. Oh, I can't he does. wait.
4: Zion, twenty-two to one MVP. Come Ooh. on.
2: Let's take a break. We have a handful of NFL uh, pieces of business to get to. Yeah, We got Bill. Uh, the Dolphins have made a move in their locker room. The uh, Dallas Cowboys head coach and I. Or like this oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh god mike mccarthy and i are simpatico i like that and a bill belichick press conference moment of the day and one other piece of video involving travis kelsey that nobody i don't think has seen publicly yet yeah. and we have it here you can still a serious. His ring camera i'm you? telling you this is going to be great i wouldn't move we're going to have a great nfl news segment when we come back to send you into the rest of your wednesday Helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's OReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. back here on the Rich Eyes and show 844-204-RICH number to dial. Once upon a time, the Miami Dolphins were 3-0. They're now 3-2. We know what happened. They got Teddy Bridgewater in the middle of a game because of what happened with Tua. It doesn't look like Tua's coming back this week. As a matter of fact, it doesn't. It's not happening. And Teddy Bridgewater, if he does return from his head injury that knocked him out of last week's loss to the Jets, he's going to back up Skylar Thompson.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Coach Mike McCar- uh, Mike McDaniel. Naming Skyler Thompson the starter today. They're taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And I guess they're all coming together as a leadership council and uh, staff to address a lack of focus potentially in the locker room as well.
1: Tyreek and the the captains decided that, um, you know, they wanted to take a step forward with uh, all of their opponent prep with regard to the team. And their preparation with our game plans in general so that so he made the move to take the ping pong tables out of the locker room that 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 to me is um, Leadership to me Leadership is uh, Acting not talking Um, There's a bunch of different examples from from those guys um, And and that's why they're captains and that's why I rely on them because it's it's about solving problems um, not complaining about them, and they 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 collectively um, a, as a as a group of uh, players wanted more time investment during the week on on their jobs for Sunday. So um, instead of just saying it, they did something about it, and uh, that that's the whole reason that. Um, you know, I really have a lot of love for those guys.
2: You know, a lot of people definitely make fun of the fact that their losing streak cost them a ping-pong table, but I've heard about this stuff before where, you know, locker rooms get loose and suddenly two-game losing streaks and you walk into the locker room and you are not happy about it and you are – your job's on the line. You've you've got to prove something. You're not winning and you see somebody in there playing ping-pong. Right. I'm sure I, I, That's a – when you hear, like, oh, it's leadership, they took the ping-pong tables out, That's I'm telling you that's a significant thing.
3: That's why I didn't yeah. bring the ping-pong table in, because I didn't want you guys to get lax, all right? We didn't win an Emmy, and yeah. I didn't want to okay. bring the table in. I wanted to save that for when we that's do win and, and reward mm-hmm. us. Okay, <laughs> But that's why, in case you were wondering why I didn't bring the
2: table But in. as you can tell, there's uh, if there's people in the South Florida move things around, there's people in Southern California who can move things in as well. <laughs> you know, point. It's my it's you know, I am the one who calls the leadership council together and I would like the ping pong table here, if you don't mind me saying I think we can handle the distraction. You think? Well we've already got a putting surface and we're we're getting nominated with a putting surface. That's true, and I'm a really
3: good putter. Okay.
2: <laughs> plus plus <laughs> let me just say this. Let me just say this guys. Uh what do you what do you what do you know that makes me happiest here on the rich Michigan (laughs) winning it's being right sure being being right right. being right right being right and not only being right but having my opinions echoed by the professionals (laughs) who are actually coaching or playing the sport this doesn't sound humble oh it doesn't matter (laughs) this is not for humility this is for chest pounding to say I've been telling you I told you this uh two days ago Hmm. And yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been pounding the table for quite some time to have all 15-yard penalties reviewed in the yeah, national football league. Like certainly I mean, yeah. roughing the passer penalties. Sure. And this has just allowed me to pound the table louder.
3: Your voice carries weight, bro. Mike McCarthy's voice
2: carries a lot of weight, too. Oh. He's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. For sure. He's a Super Bowl-winning coach of the Green Bay Packers before he was a coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Before he wins one with yes. Dallas. Yes. <laughs> Look at him! Without him pushing buttons, where would Cooper Rush be? Let me talk imagine. him up. Let me talk him up some more because he's about to echo my sentiments on roughing the passer penalties.
1: I'd be for it. Yeah, I'd be for it.
3: I, I, I think, uh, you know, just my opinion. Um, I think clearly, uh, you know, you look at the the big penalties in the game. You know, I think uh, any foul fifteen yards or more should be reviewable. That would be my that would be my choice. I just think those type of plays. Are impactful. They they can swing a game. They can swing the field position. Um, but you know, there's obviously a process, and there's a lot of debate that goes into it. There's a lot, you know, a lot of analytics that goes into these things, and and, and so forth. And I get it. I, I've been part of some of those meetings in the past. But you know, I, I think it's a it's a when it becomes very very difficult for the players to try to do it right, and they're and they're still being penalized. You know, I, 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 that that's a huge challenge.
2: Two things. First of all, he's so right. Secondly, do you want one of those uh, styrofoam Dallas Cowboy star yes. Uh, cups?
3: Yes. Okay. Let me you work know on I that. Do. Let me work on that. Because that's your boy right now. Is what I you're do. telling him. I right? do. Yeah. 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 Give me one in a hat too. I,
2: you know what? Let me call my buddy Mike and just tell him. You know, hey Mike, you're 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 so spot on. You're so smart. <laughs> uh, can I get can I get me some of them
3: styrofoam cups? You would have them the next day. Yeah. 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 For sure. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Next up. Mike next up, <laughs> next up, next up,
3: Bailey Zappi's
2: second start. Unless Mac Jones is coming back, unless it doesn't matter if Mac Jones is ready to come back because well, it's Bailey Zappi's job. That's not.
3: True. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. That's not true. Bailey's got the job. Bailey Zappi kid. versus yeah.
2: Mac Jones, or in the same conversation as Mac Jones. Well, that yes. leads to today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. <laughs>
1: Today's Bill Belichick press conference
0: moment.
3: Well, we prefer to win.
0: How similar are Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones' skill sets? Has it been an easy transition having him, um, you know, take the first snaps at practice?
3: Um, a similar, I don't know. Both right handed. <laughs>
2: there. Right handed, and they both take in oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. They have blonde hair and blue eyes. Just like all of us, because when it all comes down to it, aren't they just people? Like I'm an eagle. You a were person. just like
3: me. I'm They're only human.
2: People, that's another similarity. Yeah, Bill's not biting at this. Uh, They're both right handed. Very good. <laughs>
4: He paused for such a long time. He's How just many, like, i going to answer like, this. What, what I mean other me? joke? What, like, what, what was the other it's, one-liners he was thinking about It's using? like,
2: everybody, I went <laughs> through this with Brady and Bledsoe a million moons ago. And look, I pushed the right buttons there. Can you all just back off, please? They're both right-handed. <laughs> Last <laughs> item for you. Last item. This is great. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns on Monday Night Football, correct? That's oh, correct. Yes. So, who famously scored four touchdowns? Well, in Al the Bundy. Oh, yeah. Al Bundy. Right. In a single game. So, he tweeted out about it. There it is. <laughs> Al Bundy has been my role model since I was a kid. <laughs> the Polk High legend. Okay. Four touchdowns in a single game. Godlike. You put that out there. Hold on a minute. <laughs> he wasn't done. He had multiple tweets oh, on really? the subject. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't tell me I'm not all Al Bundy. Okay. <laughs> so, Luckily for Travis Kelsey, Mm -hmm. he has a diehard fan of his team who can reach out to the real Al Bundy. This is a fact. And shoot a video just for Travis Kelsey. Oh. oh! And luckily for me and us, I have a spouse who is very friendly with Ed O'Neill herself. Facts. He called in when she sat in here. And thanks to that relationship, I have the video. Oh, oh, this is what was sent to Travis Kelsey by Eric Stone Street. Check it out.
1: Travis Al Bundy <laughs> here. Just want to congratulate you on the four touchdowns in one game last night, tying my record that I never thought would be broached uh, when I scored four in 1966 against Andrew Johnson High School against my arch rival, spare tire Bubba Dixon. Anyway, after that, you know, as you probably know, I've had great successes. I'm living in a trailer now, unfortunately, down by the river. Good luck. <laughs> that is epic. Has he, has
4: he received such video? I believe he has. Oh I have not God, reached out fantastic. to Mr. Kelsey. I hope he has
2: because we have now have it.
3: <laughs> just like him chilling in his box. It's one of those things We
2: wake up this morning, Susie goes, apparently Ed O'Neill did this video and he, he just sent it to me. <laughs> and I was just looking at her, I'm like, are you serious? I don't even need to see it yet. And she goes, do you want to ask if he can use it? I'm like, yes. Of course. So then, of course, he says, go right away. And I'm like, well, what was the background? What was all, what, like, how did this hell happen? At which point she turns to me and she goes, you text him. Which yeah. I then did.
4: Yeah, that makes is he in his boxers? Is that, is that what I do look
2: believe like? that looks like a trailer, and he, he does look like he's old Donald Sterling now for yeah. his nude gig. Yeah, right. so he's
3: probably in the boxers just chilling. I don't know, but that's the way he shot <laughs> wow. it. Because so, I'm like, okay, does he want me to show you this show? Because <laughs> is so remember, it. Eric said he went to his house to drop something off, and he just came out in just his boxers. <laughs> <A show? laughs> so
2: that's that Ed O'Neill,
3: <laughs> national treasure. And I live. In a van down by the river. And that's
2: <laughs> the story he told when he called in with Susan Marshall hey, you you remember Chris here.
3: Farley? Hey, you guys, I
2: need you to Google <laughs> no, no, this. That, that thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, he did that Google thing. That. Oh, God, Eric's telling that story last have, Friday. was I have, fantastic.
3: I have an Al Bundy Polkai t-shirt hey. that... Ed signed, and he signed it. Wow. EO four TDs, one game. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legend in the game.
2: That'll wrap it up for this fun Wednesday program. I want to thank my guests on this program, and Eagle and Mike Pereira and in-studio guests Nick Tituro and Jeannie Buss. We're back on Roku to wrap this up.